0: I know that in the next three days we'll get to know each other much better. When we all get together again, I promise it won't be the same. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101, I'm Brennan And I'm Sergio And you might hear my dog crunching on food in the background and I apologize But that's gonna be how it is Um, It's one of those facts of life (laughs) Um, One of those things that happens, you know Yeah, I do know Food Everyone has
1: pets, everyone can sympathize And everybody poops And everybody poops,
0: that's true It's so true, it's so inspiring Are they pooping in the background? Is that why you're introducing this? No, it's just like universal and everyone can relate Okay, it's true um, anyway, so sorry about that. Um, this is the third week of 80s Slasher Month. We're following up on yesterday's movie by watching Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland. Dun, dun, dun. But first, let's do some 10-word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. Oh, boy. I really phoned it in for my 10-word reviews. Oh, Just oh, wow. I can't wait. FYI. you really selling this for me. Um, For It,
1: the, what was the biggest movie of last week.
0: Yeah, 2017.
1: Uh, as boring as I expected,
0: It Delivered. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, my review of it is Stranger Things with a Clown. That's not a bad thing.
1: Uh, something Like Summer. Unnecessary musical numbers drag the movie's plot down.
0: Okay, that's true. And for the record, Something Like Summer is an indie movie based on a gay teen-lit novel, and it's great. Um, with Something Like Summer, my review is The Best Kind of Bad Good Summer Fun.
1: I'll, I'll give it... Yeah, I'll allow that. Sister Act. Whoopi makes great noise in this 90s classic.
0: All right. And my review of Sister Act is, bless her heart, Whoopi really turns it up to 11. Okay, good. All right. So those were our 10 word reviews. Or do yeah. you have more? No. Uh, we're I'm good. All right, that's great. I, I like mean, it. I could I could run you through the entire Amityville franchise, which I've been watching, but I don't think anybody wants. I then. think
1: I'll tune into your letterbox for that. You know?
0: Oh yeah, everybody follow me on letterbox at whatever my letterbox name is. is
1: it, it's raining brands, or the, I think it's still the burning Clown.
0: I think it's just my name, Brennan Klein. Oh no, no, that's my name. You know? Oh, yeah, like I I know Wee, Wee songs. Okay, she like does a song and stuff. Yeah, with Drake. Is is he in that? Yeah, he's in it. They were friends. Yeah. Okay, good for They that. have like a whole,
1: they have a CD at this point of songs they've done together.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, here's the plot of uh, Sleepaway Camp 3 as I read from the back of my Scream Factory puree that I got for my birthday. Yeah, go for All it. Right, sure. Welcome to Camp
1: New Horizons. Thank where an you. autumn retreat brings together a group of obnoxious rich kids and surly city thugs for an experiment and sharing. Yeah. Under New inept management, this is the ideal setting for a notorious psychopath. Angela Baker, Pamela Springsteen of Away Camp 2, Unhappy Campers fame, to join the camp and do what she does best, eliminating immoral teenagers with everything from a knife to a lawnmower. Spoilers. Yeah. Michael J. Pollard of House of a Thousand Corpus, Corpses and, Bonnie, of Corpus and Clyde, Christi. Bonnie and Clyde fame, Tracy Griffith of Melanie Griffith's half-sister fame, mm-hmm. and Jill Tereshita, Knight of the Demons fame. Uh fame. Oh, we watched that. You I did. Don't remember her being in that. I know who that is. Co star in this the Japanese girl. In this third installment of the cult
0: series. Cool. G- great job. Yay. Um <laughs> Yeah. So this movie, even though it came out a year after Sleepaway Camp 2, both movies were filmed in during a six week period in the same YMCA camp in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: Brennan shared that little fun fact when we were watching the first one, and uh, I was like, "Oh, is Pamela Springsteen back? Is uh, Angela Baker? Is she? Is she? Is she?" And I was like, "No, wait, you told me she was." So yeah, <laughs> that they filmed no. it back to back. So why wouldn't she be back?
0: Yeah, no, but he was very excited when she showed up again. Yeah, she w- got she got a good like hero shot entrance, like climbing down off of a big Mack truck that just ran over a
1: girl. Mm-hmm. She had a real hero's welcome, mm-hmm.
0: like uh, Mel Gibson in Daddy's Home too.
1: Mm-hmm. A Brooklyn hello is what we call
0: those back where I'm from. I don't want to know what that actually is. A Brooklyn hello? Is that like someone throwing a rat in your face? I don't know. I'm from North Long Beach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just making a joke, Brennan. Okay. Um, as always, we rate movies I out of- f- What is that? The I don't, don't know. know. Okay, go
1: ahead. Go ahead. probably How do we rate really movies? inappropriate. How do we rate movies? Um,
0: we rate movies out of five on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality. And uh, I want to hear what you rated it for scariness. I, I gave sure it a one. Very high. It was a one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I also gave it one out of five screams. I wonder
1: if I gave the other one a two just out of like, oh, maybe I was slightly frightened at one point. But this one was just like, it's a one.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, <sighs> it's not only is it a slasher movie and slashers generally aren't scary. It is a direct-to-video slasher movie from 1989, which is the year that the slasher died a long and painful death. Um, with a lot of really terrible entries in the genre. Um, It was never going to be scary. Hey,
1: they put up a fight, okay? They didn't go down easy. Look, They died
0: with pride. Uh, Yeah. Well, just nine years after Friday the 13th, which had like one and a half scares in it, (laughs) um, the genre didn't have a lot of scariness to offer. The only scary thing is that we have another flashback to the Happy Camper song from Sleepaway Camp 2 which made up that terrible nightmare sequence in part two that was clearly padding to get it to, like, 76 minutes. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, this one's also at a handsome, like, 78 minutes, which is my ideal runtime for any movie. That was really good. The movie movie kept me interested all throughout. It really zips by. And we're going to get to this um, probably in my quality score a little bit, but it is interesting. Even though both movies were shot back-to-back in a six-week period, there's a definite evolution to them, which mm-hmm. shouldn't be there. Yeah. But um. Sorry. Th- yeah no, it just definitely develops into something more mm-hmm. than part two was.
1: Yeah, I was gonna mention that like little aspect in my quality section.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. But what's your uh, campiness score? Um. Well, first off, I just want
1: to say I was never scared during the scariest oh, part. Yeah. Nothing was frightening, and I was thought that it was cool that she was back. Although again, I, I shouldn't have been surprised. Because I had been told beforehand that she would be back.
0: Yeah, but also um, any horror movie that stays consistent to any sort of continuity is kind of a godsend. It doesn't really happen that much.
1: Yeah. All right. So for my campiness score, like you asked earlier. Hit
0: me with that campiness.
1: Five. Five? I give it five. Pou Um, They didn't even try to hide what this movie was. They just really leaned into it hard.
0: Yeah, that is the beauty of uh, these two Boy Camp sequels. <laughs> Alright, so I give it a five, but I'm interested in hearing what you gave it. I gave it a four. Just because I'm hesitant to give any movie less than what I gave the original Sleepaway Camp, which is like a marvelous masterpiece of beautiful camp. Uh-huh. Um, perfectly. But I wanna hear what what's a camping moment that stood out to you?
1: Um literally any of the death scenes really. Oh yeah. Um she okay. has fun. Angela does. What did
0: you think of the death scenes in this one as compared to part two? Um, because they were both, like, deaths followed by a quip, like mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger does. Like, yeah. a, su- a pun of some kind. Um, I want to hear your, like, raw opinion.
1: Well, the one thing that I thought is that I was still kind of surprised by how she killed them.
0: Yeah, she was very creative. She Especially in 89. That was hard to do. Yeah, and especially... Consi- well, and I
1: guess it's not especially considering... I mean, you have the... I was gonna say, uh, like, especially considering they filmed them back to back, it's really easy to just phone it in. But yeah. I guess you know, knowing what mm-hmm. the, what the next movie you're gonna make, is it allows you to be creative for the next movie. Uh, yeah. Anyway. And
0: well, look, not not that the movies aren't phoned in because they are not well made, mm-hmm. but they definitely expanded their scope a little bit. Like, they, there's definitely more ideas at work in part three that did not have to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, they put some thought into it, yeah. which is actually kind of weird.
1: Yeah um well i really liked the pinch of the pinch <laughs> the tent uh scene where she like gives the guy a mixtape that she made
0: oh god she you has mean... a little
1: rap a little rap yes number. he plays it and he's like what is this and then like as he's listening to it she takes out the the i don't know what are they cassette nails oh the, the tent tent spikes yeah the tent spikes and then he's, like, trying to scurry out as the tent's collapsing in on him. And then she just slowly stabs the tent spikes yeah, into him. that's pretty cool. And I thought that one was really
0: cool. That was a solid one. And we, we can't skip over this moment because, well, all the kills are actually related to a certain um, part of the character. Um, it's not like they're super well-developed. But the kid who throws firecrackers around, she'd, when he's asleep, she puts a firecracker in his nose and just yeah. explodes his head, which is great. It's not gory, and it doesn't show mm-hmm. enough. It's not like scanners or anything. Yeah. But um, that moment was great, and she always has a death that ties in somehow. Uh-huh. But this death is the kid who's always ignoring everyone and listening to rap music, which is just terrible instrumental synth music with someone scatting over it. Because, yeah, they couldn't
1: really afford, you know, oh God. NWA at that point.
0: Um, um, no, but she puts in the she throws in this tape and he just kind of accepts it as like, Oh, the forest, the forest fairy has granted me this tape that I shall play. uh And it's just Angela rapping about how he's gonna die with no backing track. (laughs) And it's maybe the worst thing that's ever happened. And it's hilarious how
1: she got that uh, uh, the equipment to record that in the middle of the woods is the true mystery of the the true Stranger Things, it's It's the the true
0: mysteries of Laura. Yeah. Um, Another death that
1: I really enjoyed was the lazy camp counselor, uh, where she the, just, the lady who owned the camp. Yeah, she just like knocked her in some trash. And the yeah. lady didn't really put up a fight to get out. She was just like, oh, I've fallen and I can't get up. And then Angela's just probably there for
0: a good while that we don't see, just burying her with mm-hmm. dirt. And that's a great moment because she's like, oh, there's rats in here. And Angela's like, don't worry, you'll suffocate soon enough. <laughs> Uh, th- like the quips here actually are relevant to what's going on, uh-huh. which was not what happened in part two. The quips were always like, don't do drugs or like, I'm a happy camper, aren't you? Uh-huh. Or like, good night, camper. It just had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. These ones are actually tied into something. Uh-huh. I if feel they're like, consistent.
1: Yeah. I feel like what Sleepaway Camp 2 did was it set up this film to know Angela's character, to know her, you know, modus operandi or whatever yeah. that saying is. And to, like, you know, imbr- she was able to embrace herself in this movie. And I appreciated yeah. that.
0: They were really trying to build a mythology in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of callbacks to part two of, like, her thinking about, like, uh, there's the cabin where she kept all the dead bodies in part two. She was like, oh, there used to be a cabin there, right? They got torn down after they found the bodies. And, like, through the callbacks to part two, they actually kind of accidentally build a character out of Angela. <laughs> and there's just that amount of consistency like i said is something that i never get in a horror sequel because mm-hmm. sleepaway camp 2 is in no way consistent with part one um so i mean j- just yeah. really it's not it totally changes everything but part three is a direct continuation of part two naturally but in a way that is actually kind of interesting
1: and it's why they consider it slightly better
0: yeah yeah absolutely um, but in the the cop character who his is her Ahab trying to kind of chase her down and prevent her from killing any more teens. Mm-hmm. He is the father of Sean, the hot boyfriend from the first one, who gets oh. from the second one, uh-huh. who gets his head cut off and put in the TV.
1: Yeah,
0: mm, like father like son.
1: Yeah, does not his cut up, uh, head cut
0: off, does he? No, but he's one of the more attractive people in the movie, except yeah. for Tony. These movies are great because they have attractive love interests and everybody's named after characters from movies. Because this one, it was the Brady Bunch and West Side Story.
1: Uh Fun fact, now that you bring up Tony, one of my favorite campy things about this movie was, uh, you know, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil things here. I mean, if we haven't already. Um, Tony uh, and what's the girl's name?
0: Um, Marsha?
1: Marsha, yeah. Marsha, uh,
0: Marsha, Marsha.
1: They end up together. Like, they survive the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. To the end of the movie. And they end up in a cop car. At oh, which yeah. point, Tony's, like, comforting her. Like, don't worry, babe. We'll end up together. Like, I'll move out to Defiance, Ohio. And we'll start our lives anew. And then Marsha's like, oh,
0: I have a boyfriend. That's a great final
1: sting. Uh-huh. That's really good. Yeah, she's like, you can come visit me, though. And Tony's just, like, embracing her and just like, Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so that final these movies don't deserve that. <laughs> like there's stuff that's actually genuinely fun and mm-hmm. engaging and quality. Like I know I gave Sleepaway Camp 2 a 3 mm-hmm. and I um out of qua- on quality, but I was really vacillating about that. But on this one I'm definitely like it's still not like a good movie. But for direct to video slasher movie, it's so much more solid and consistent in a way that makes no sense because it's the same crew and the same set and the same lead actress. Mm-hmm. But it's vastly superior uh-huh. in Maybe, many ways. Yeah. Maybe they knew this was gonna be the
1: last one, so they wanted to give it a proper
0: send off. Maybe. I have no idea. It's a complete mystery. Like, the two of the biggest film mysteries are, one, who really directed Poltergeist, and two, why is Sleepaway Camp 3 so much better (laughs) than Sleepaway Camp 2? Uh Um, Uh-huh. Yeah. Let me me look at some more campy stuff. Like I said, the quips are pretty good. The stereotypes are funny. Oh, God. Oh, I don't even want... There is some uh, racial humor in this Uh that is... The racist characters are punished... I mean, everybody with, dies. with violent murder, uh-huh. but like, there is some, there is some questionable content. Uh-huh. Um, let's just say some of these campers are Trump voters, yeah, <laughs> and they're not happy to be there. Um, but no, there, there was a good line where um, Angela's sucking at chopping wood, and she's like, "I've never chopped wood. I've chopped other things." <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Da, 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 da. The oh the, the guy who owns the camp, his name is Herman, because he and his wife Lily are named after the monsters because the screenwriter just was not good with names, I guess. Mm. Um but it's gotta be fun though.
1: You already know like if you were if Hollywood decided to give you a script to write for them, you already know you'd have some names ready for them. No, oh, you're right. Like there's gonna be Jason and I don't know who else do you like, uh, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Murray. <laughs> Jamie and Lee and Curtis. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Jason's children. Yeah, Jason Lee. (laughs) um, Um,
0: um, Anyway, so, um, but Herman is the, like, lascivious camp owner who's flirting with this girl who for some reason is into it because that's also a a through line through these movies that there's always a hot girl who's way too into the creepy, gross old man. mm -hmm. Um, And so literally what he does is he has this, like, Playboy bunny belt buckle that he just keeps wiggling at people. As if that's in any way attractive.
1: Yeah, I was offended. I wanted to file like a lawsuit. Against the movie? Against him. I felt sexually uh-huh. harassed. Oh, yeah. I wanted to call Gloria Allred and be like, yo, are you free? Come like come represent me in this situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And one last thing about the campiness is um, th- this franchise seems really... All of the main cast members, like Killer and Final Girl, are the sisters of famous people. Mm-hmm. because um, Pamela Springsteen, obviously, and then Renee Estevez was the final girl in the last one. And this one, it's Melanie Griffith's half-sister, and I don't know if they did that on purpose, but like good for them, I guess, for keeping it going. <laughs> uh-huh. Give the less famous siblings a-, a shot at life. Yeah, it's like the first Wives Club, but in a horror franchise.
1: I was really upset that Bruce Springsteen didn't make an appearance in here. Yeah, I he mean, couldn't have a donated song. a song. Yeah, I want to hear like, Rosalita blaring on the... On the speakers at one point. Yeah,
0: that would have made way more sense than that crappy, like, generic rap that was not right. Ra- there was not a rapper. Uh-huh. And people were like, oh, rapping isn't even music. It's just talking. And it's like. It's art. not even that. Yeah. It's can't not. you hear this? It's j- literally just like a drum machine mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing else. Um, but yeah, let's move on. What's your effects score out of five? I give it three. Really? Okay. Pretty much Because I didn't know what to give it. I give it two out of five. All
1: right. I'll side with that. My score is really a non-score. I was like, what effects were there? I uh-huh. thought uh, they were created with their death sequences, but that's not really an effect.
0: I mean, the way, like, gore is an effect, but there right. wasn't really any gore in this.
1: Yeah, I thought um, that final death was pretty cool. Not the one in the uh, ambulance, but the one where they're trying to find Marsha.
0: Oh, and the campers are tied together and two of them get axed? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a pretty cool one. Um Yeah, no, the kills are more interesting, and they're more relevant to the characters, but they're not particularly gory, although the implications to some of them are pretty brutal.
1: Uh Uh-huh. The one that had, like, kind of, like, floored me was, um, I don't remember the character's name. Nobody does. She was the, like, racist rich girl.
0: Yeah. I at first i thought she was gonna be the final girl because she was just like kind of mousy and shy uh-huh. but then she started getting like she used the she threw out the n-word at one point
1: She had the n-word calling people all kinds of racial slurs
0: yeah and she was in her bra at one point she so uh-huh. was like bye-bye girl
1: she kept instigating fights and then kept playing the victim she yeah. like taylor swifted it <laughs> she you know? really did
0: look <laughs> what you made her do
1: look what you made angela do do you want to like set up the way she
0: died um, there's like a trust game going on where they're being led through the woods, blindfolded and Angela leads her to this flagpole mm-hmm. and runs her up the flagpole and then just Supreme screams her, drops her to the ground, just smack flat yep. on the concrete.
1: And then it's like radio silence for a good like 10
0: seconds uh, and you're just, it's yeah. kind
1: of unsettling.
0: Yeah. It, that is a brutal kill uh-huh. in theory. Um, yeah, the... The gore is even less ambitious. There's nothing like this silly Sean beheading scene in the last one. But the kills are still fairly interesting and creative. Mm-hmm. It's just like they don't really have the budget to make them super bloody. Yeah. Or the MPA didn't let them. Whatever the reason was. Angela and her stick. Oh, God. She kept beating up people with the <laughs> stick like she was the cook in the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. She
1: had like a like a mini sledgehammer or I guess a mini hammer at one point And she still like opted for the stick.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was pretty hilarious
1: actually. <laughs> Angela and her trusted stick. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what did you uh, you give for effects? Or you already told us said yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, I said that. I are said we done two. are we
0: moving on? Yeah, moving on to quality.
1: All right. I gave it a 4.
0: Really? And you gave part 2 a 4. So, is this a stronger 4 cuz It would be a stronger 4. Okay, great. And the main reason is
1: that it had a more believable plot line in the sense that part 2 Angela really just kept going with this one line. Like everyone is getting sent home. I uh-huh. sent them home and literally no like adult was there to be like, what do you mean you sent these kids home? Like you were supposed to check with I, mm-hmm. the head counselor. You have no authority to send them home. You a junior counselor. Yeah. Um, And this one they like separated. So it was believable that a group could die and no one would be aware of it because they were three separate groups.
0: Yeah. There are three distinct groups that Angela is playing off each other. She's like, Oh, Herman told me to switch with you. So she's like, she walks the other camper back to the other camp, and she kills them. Mm-hmm. And so the people that um, she's the new group she's with don't suspect anything. Yeah. And so that's there's actually a structure there, um, and it's easier to parse out the characters because you kind of meet them in the four by four groups mm-hmm. and look like learn about their interactions for five minutes and then watch them die. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. I get the basics of this, and it's not just like sixteen campers thrown at you all at the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Really. Um. Look, I gave this movie a three, just like I gave the last one, but it's a much stronger three. Uh-huh. It's the difference between like maybe a, a five and like a six point five out of ten.
1: Okay.
0: That's a pretty big difference. Okay. Okay. A wow. five and a six point five. Yeah. Out of ten okay it's a 1.5 difference okay what okay i don't know why you're so like confused
1: no no I got, I got you i got you i'm trying to like do the math in my head like what's half of five and what's half of 6.5 and why would that be a big difference like why would that make that a stronger three well it's 1.5 I, of- I got it Brendan. Okay. i got you i see you. okay
0: um like like i said i i really think it's improved it's it's only good relative to Sleepaway Camp 2, which is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sleepaway Camp 2. No, it's fun. Both of these movies are very fun. But neither of them are like excellent examples of craft or form or horror or whatever. <laughs> um, but they're just like cool, fun summer movies. Um, I had a good time watching them. I like They're, them better
1: than the original Texas Chainsaw.
0: That's impossible. but No, um, it's actually pretty probable. Oh, my God. Uh, you're insane. But anyway, there's actually a scene that was in any way visually interesting, which is just shocking to me. Um, because it cuts from the camp owner unzipping uh, his pants to have sex with the girl. And it immediately um, cuts to Angela zip, um, unzipping the tent like in, in an upward motion. Mm-hmm. So it goes from this downward zip to this upward zip. And I'm like, oh, that was like kind of a cool match cut. Mm -hmm. And like that motion was interesting. And that's just not something that Sleepaway Camp 2 would have done. Like I feel like everyone working on the crew learned some important lessons in how to make a movie. And they still didn't make like a good one, but they made a better one. And Uh that's to be applauded.
1: Yes, we have to check out and see who are the cast and crew are today. Where are they now?
0: Yeah, sleepaway camp eight. No, I mean that's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I am besmirching
1: Texas chainsaw is because I want you to show it to me again. I'm cool with that. Maybe these, so I can see the error of my ways and why I thought it was so boring.
0: Yeah, I mean, you were just frustrated that all the people kept going into the house. Yeah, which and dying. I can understand. Um, but anyway, so what is happening is. What was I going to say? Some great stuff. It was really smart. Our next oh, movie. Oh, I was talking about The Crew really quick. Um, I do. I was looking on IMDb, and one of the actresses from the first film, I think she played the mean girl. I don't quite remember. But she came back in a crew capacity on this one That's as cool. Raccoon Wrangler. <laughs> that was her position in part three. <laughs> oh, we have our very own Raccoon Wranglers right here. Yeah, let's just wrap up really quick. This is a... Kind of a weird, distracted episode because of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'll tell you what we're watching next week. But first, here's how to contact us. You can find us on I- Twitter, at Scream101Pod, on Facebook, at Scream101Podcast. Find us on iTunes, subscribe and interview us. Give us five stars, even though I'm very sleepy right now. And I feel like I-, I wasn't on my game. But I really enjoyed this movie. You can give us four stars. You can give us four stars if you want. Just give us any amount of stars. Mm-hmm. and we will, we will use them. Like Mario does, and go. Anyway,
1: isn't that the Firefly song? Song when he has like a fire flower?
0: No, that's the Star song. Okay, I know what I'm talking about. All right, Mario's not a plumber anymore. Did you hear this? He's not. Yeah. What does he know? I don't know. A swimmer, like because he, we, we, there's picture came out of him in board shorts, and everyone was all excited about being able to see his nipples. Plumbers
1: can swim too, you know. Can they, though?
0: Yes, they can. And the wrenches don't weigh them down.
1: One would hope that a plumber can swim, seeing as how they're dealing with water.
0: I guess so. Anyway, uh, our theme song is A Beat for You by Pseudo Echo off the album Autumnal Park. park, 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 park. And next week, we'll actually be watching the other option of the choice I gave Sergio yesterday, so we will be covering both. We'll be covering Blood Rage, which is a Thanksgiving-based slasher movie, and I believe... It's currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's cool. For free. But to be
1: fair, I thought the other option you gave me was Mother by Darren Aronofsky.
0: Uh, I did not give you that option, although we'll probably go see it eventually, but it's not really getting great buzz. I
1: disagree. The writer of The Final Girls, a cult classic in my own home,
0: Uh really enjoyed it. Yes, he did, but not a lot of other people. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, but yeah. So did you hear about this new Halloween movie with Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role as Laurie Strode? Yeah, I did. Um, I guess when Michael killed her in part seven or whatever, part eight, he didn't kill her ghost. He didn't do a really great job of it. She comes back as an exorcist. She fell into those CGI trees. She's a poltergeist. She is. What if she's just, what if she's the killer? That'd be cool. That would be cool. You know
1: what? I have to say, I respect how Jamie Lee is down. Yeah, she really does not say no to anything, be it no Ryan anymore. Murphy's crap that he drags her into, God. or a commercial that helps you poop. Like Jamie Lee, <laughs> she she is there for it.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 tentatively excited about that because I still don't believe it's happening. Activia. Although my sources in Blumhouse do indicate that it is they're stoked. they're stoked
1: yeah. I follow the Instagrams yeah and they've they been posting the same picture uh-huh the, the Blumhouse people
0: yeah so I'm no, saying. I was saying I have a source in the producer's side of things okay who seems convinced that it's becoming a movie so they're cool anyway um take see. that Rob Zombie yeah I mean he got to make two whole movies but so did he make two home movies
1: with Jamie Lee Curtis?
0: No, he did not. See, well, he did not deserve her. <laughs> exactly. So eat your heart out. Yeah, I know. Um, Where does that saying come from? Probably Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Really? No. Oh. I don't know. Bye, everybody. It seems like it come from a horror movie. Good luck on your journey. And stay gold. Stay gold. Bye.
1: Proud and defiant, I'll slay the
0: giant, I'm gonna seize the day. Okay, don't seize it quite that loud, but other than that, that was good. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And you might hear our dog, my dog. I'm very tired. Do you want to start over again? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so where are we picking up, uh, right after our scores?
0: Yeah, just right there. Where you, yeah, you gave it a five. All right. Hey, so. shut up, Mac. No, it's super weird. Mac's gonna be quiet <coughs> again. Three, two, one. Oh, oh I'm, I'm a happy, happy camper. camper. I love the summer sun. I love the trees and forests. I'm always having fun. Be quieter. <laughs> oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the clear blue sky. And with the grace of God... I'll camp, camp until I die. I die. That's that. That was beautiful. It was. It was yeah. like a real sister act. Yes, but it in was. the beginning, like the before dogs wanted comes to in. join
1: in. I was mean. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi elevated them to a higher level of art.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Oh, okay. I watched that movie. I all watched right. all of it. Hold on. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. Podcasts for the weird at heart. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Dave. And we are the co-hosts of Cast Party. It's a freewheeling pop culture conversation. I am an online media mogul. And I'm not. I'm a drama teacher. Yes, you in fact, my drama teacher. We kind of transplant the conversations that we have every time we hang out into a podcast, and we hope you like it. Check it out. Enjoy at Podpeople.me. That was that was really fun and not awkward at all. <laughs> Bye!